to a nine. Hashtag realize, accept, at Lance Bass, hashtag verse TV 219C. I know our prom night was one of the nights that I was like, oh, wait, I'm definitely gay. Like I, this, right. and it was the first time I had to really say it to myself. Well, I mean, my, from my perspective, you know, Lance, you were the first like true love of my life. I thought this is it. This is, I'm going to marry this man. He's, you know, successful. He comes from a great family. We have so many things in common. Uh, I could just picture everything. I pictured our whole future together, but there was definitely a lack of romance. Yes. Intimacy was lacking. Intimacy was lacking in our <laughs> yeah. relationship, which again, why, like why I was said, that? we did make out a lot. Yeah. There was Holy so much kissing. So much kissing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lance Bass. And I will say before um, we do that, uh, Quincy did say every opinion is right in the situation. So thank you, friend. He, he acknowledges that even though we're on different ends, at the end of the day, every opinion is right in the situation. So yes. Now, also, I'll say as far as this Lance Bass topic, love love us some he. Lance Bass was a way paper for us. Yes, yes he was <laughs> paving the way for us LGBT. And what we're doing with this, it's not a typical topic. We're both ultimately answering. Describe your journey from realizing that you are same gender loving to fully accepting and affirming yourself. It's complexity, you're on. I I would say regards to myself personally, at realizing and starting to accept myself as same gender loving, it really started at I'll say seventeen. That's when I was starting to come into my own. Like, I wasn't at the point just yet of coming out definitely not in high school because I graduated high school in 01. And that was a whole different time. So, like, being same gender loving then really was not accepted much at all. I mean, some places maybe, but the majority of places absolutely not. So I more or less had to come into my own and start acknowledging that yet yeah, I was gay and got to the point when I was I was so 17 and I got to the point where I was like look this is what is either accepted or you don't I really did not care and that was just my take on the whole thing and 
for example, like, because I graduated high school at 17, and actually my senior year, but my prom, I had already had a prom date. This girl who kind of liked a little bit um, and asked her to be my prom date. She said yes, but then she turned around, backed out two days prior to prom. So more or less, I went to prom with no one. I was just there. And I already paid for the suit and everything. So it was what it was. Um, as annoying as it was, I still tried my best to make it work for me. So I guess plus side to that, and I tried my hardest to look on the plus side, I was able to borrow my mom's car, which actually was, was a stretch because I don't know if I would have did that. But at the time, she had a 2001 Monster 626. So yeah, that was like brand new. And yeah, that's just what I drove to prom, like I said before, by myself because I ain't had no prom date. But it was what it was. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have prom comments, but I will keep them to myself and I will just go on with my uh, response, written or pre-written. So as far as realizing it, I think I'll say that like back when I was in school in New York, upstate New York, and like I had crushes on boys and everything and then I we moved to New Orleans, Louisiana when I was 13. And my first school was Pierre A. Capdo Middle School. And I remember I would sit in gym class because at that school, we had to wear like super high shorts for gym, both the men and the women. And I would sit in that class and just stare across because we sat in a a horseshoe shape. And I would sit in that class and just stare at the legs of the dudes. And I think that's part of what made me a leg man. Darn it. I didn't have any say in it. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, like I, I was just, I, I was really into that. Now, um, I never really had any big interest from a girl I will say, and I'm saying girl because you know we were boy girl age. I'm not. It's not. It's not <laughs> saying girl when it should be woman. But I didn't really have any interest from a girls at that time. Now I did 
go to my prom and I will go into this. And I invited a girl who was a friend. And, you know, maybe there was something else there, but I just didn't uh, detect it. But listening to what you said, I was like, yeah, you know, if she pulled out on me, I don't know if I would have even gone to the prom because I'm very much a homebody. But, you know, I might have ended up like regretting that for the rest of my life. I don't know. And when I... Yeah, my family was always very welcoming to LGBT. And, you know, my mom would drop hints like, Aaron, you know, mothers always know. And I'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Stop it. You know, (laughs) and and she'd be like, well, you know. Like, I, I remember one time we saw this TV show and it was a guy who came out to his mom on, it was a comedy, but uh, he came out to his mom and and my mom was like, Aaron, I just want you to know if you ever have something to tell me, feel free to tell me. I am so grateful to God Almighty, hallelujah, that I did tell her before she passed away. That is, that, that would have been something that stuck with me. Anyway, um, well, it's almost one minute time. But um, post-college, well, in college, I, Kevin, you're one squared. Um, oh, please don't do that. What? No, keep going. It was something stupid. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, all right. Yeah, Lewis, well, was for a second, but um, <sighs> how about I take a little extra time while you look up where you are, and then I'll then you can go and I can go after that. Is that cool? Yeah, and really quick. And okay, I know it's a stupid question. But I guess I must have gotten lost somewhere. We're on B, right? We're on C. That, all right, that is what I thought. Well, I will use this time to um, also put what our friend Quincy Keats said, and he says, realize, oh, it looks like he said a little bit more, so I have to scroll back. He said, realize, accept. I guess I saved it myself in my early preteen to teenage years. I knew that I love men and a journey through this. It was up until my 20s that I said that I was queer. I know that's right. Mm. And um, also, I 
lived a hetero normal life anywhere. Okay, <laughs> cool. Now, now uh, basic complexity. Yeah. Um. In the long run, just. Um, <laughs> all right. I don't think I said this before, but this was my, um, I guess my response to letter C. Um, you have one minute. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. In the long run, just that sometimes in sometimes in life, bad situations happen, but um sometimes they work out for the better. All right. <laughs> And Quincy Keats said, never lived a heterosexual normal life anyways. Okay. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to say. I will say that, yeah, my, my family was very welcoming. My mom, like I remember one time I went into the closet to a, I, I had a book in the closet <laughs> and a, a textbook from school that I wanted to uh, read and discuss with her. And I stayed in the closet for a little while, like sitting in the closet as I was trying to find it. And I remember my mommy called out to me. She was like, Aaron, you can come out of the closet now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th that was in high school. Now, when I went to college, I did say, even if I don't come out of the closet, being that this is a brand new world with brand new people, I will at least be honest with myself. Because I used to try very hard to be heterosexual, even though, my, like I said, my family was clearly like cool with the gay, but I just didn't want to be gay. And when I got to college, I was, I started living my, accepting myself, but post-college, I officially connected with the church and the woman, I say it's the woman I would have married if I was heterosexual, but I must say, as much as I complain about that church and church hurt and things, the dues, potential dues that I missed out on because I, I was so busy trying to, uh, live the life desired by the church. There was so many good things at that church. I must say that. And I would always say to myself, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I got a lot of good things from that church. Like when I was in Big Brothers Big Sisters, I one of the outings that, that I went to with my little brother was one of our church outings and it was so cool because we went fishing and it was it was wonderful but so yes all of that to say 
Yeah, church hurt is a real thing. Nevertheless, I will say I love my church, and it's uh, I love that church as well. And it's not like Stockholm syndrome or something. Hmm. Like it was very helpful to me and instrumental in my development and growth in my life. So yes, but all of that to say, during that time, I was back totally in the closet and trying to change. So my wrap up uh, statement is today, yes, that, that's it, today. Today, I fully lovingly accept and affirm my truth. It took me a very long time and I had to cross, yes, I had to cross my 30s to get that. But I've, I'm here and alas, I'm 40 years old. I'm 40, count them, 40, 40 years old. And I finally, it took a very long time to accept and love myself as a black gay man. And I'm finally here. Basically, uh, Alexa, did you want to say anything else? Um, oh, and, and before before you say that, I'll say, oh, Quincy Keith acknowledged it, it was typos. And yeah, um, it, it, and maybe it's typos, but also I'm probably doing a really bad job reading it um forgive me i'll leave it at that but yeah no no problem basic complexity did, did you want to finish up with anything else before we go to d um just that really i definitely came out to myself slightly younger um I would say by uh by the time I was twenty, I was starting to fully accept myself. Just about almost there. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I was at that point in time. All right. And I'm realizing we're a little behind with the time. So we're going to have to move on to D. Let's go. Hashtag Black White at Black Puerto Rican PhD. Hashtag Verse TV 219D. The narrative in the United States of America is that most Africans who were captured ended up in the United States. Absolutely not. Most of the Africans that were captured and enslaved through the transatlantic slave trade ended up what we now call Latin America. The United States, 307,000 um, people that they would enslave. Cuba, 765,000. Jamaica, obviously, 935,000. The Caribbean alone, almost 3 million. Haiti, which is why they hate Haiti, the first black republic ever. People don't understand Haiti. Then Dominicans will be like, uh, you know, maybe there's been issues with Haiti, you know. And it's like, y'all on the same island, you know. But 
it's easy for people to be like, yo, why Dominicans man anti-black? I'm like, they live in America. Why would they want to be black if they didn't have to say they were black? Like, this is, you know, they didn't only colonize our lands, they colonized our minds. So yeah, if you're from the DR and you come to the United States and people are like, you're just Dominican, not black, but eventually you black. If you're in New York City, you're gonna find out real quick who you are, you know? So my initial reaction is she is absolutely correct. Yes. yes. And <clears throat> one of my former mental health counselors hipped me to the fact that, yes, as, as far as who was brought there. Now, there, there's a little extra piece that she didn't mention that for whatever reason. But yes, more people were brought to those, the Caribbean and stuff, than America. But that's largely because it was so hot there. They, the masters, ugh, the masters would burn through slaves, enslaved humans. They, they would burn, like people would die just die in the heat, having to do all that hard work in that hot heat. So th they would have to keep constantly going back, 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 get more and more and more. So they would just burn through people. And that, that's how that was, unfortunately, burning through our ancestors. Also, she's absolutely right with the whole colonized our minds thing. And... Yeah, before I learned how to love myself, and that's why I make it a point to mention, now I love myself as a black gay man, because there was very much a time that I hated the fact that I was black. I remember one time in school, a dude, when, when I lived in upstate New York, a dude was like, boy, I'll slap the black off you. And I was like, how dare you? You're racist, blah, blah, blah. And believe it or not, it's actually even, it sort of gets me to even mention it. But I went home that day and I attempted to slap the black off myself. Yeah. And it was what made me change my mind while I was in the middle of it is I was like, you know what? How would I explain my family? Because my family wouldn't do it with me. And I love my family very much. So I wouldn't want to separate myself from my family by slapping the black off myself. So I stopped it. But I will also mention that, yeah, my, as far as the whole Dominican thing, years ago, my uh, former barber was in a Dominican barber shop. He wasn't Dominican himself, but he was in a Dominican barbershop. And the owners of that, the Dominican owners of that shop were literally my same complexion, literally. And they literally would answer on their census that they were white. And that just shows you how con convoluted and ridiculous the concept of race really is it's ridiculous and 
But I get what she's saying as far as people not wanting to be black because black gets a really bum rep. So I understand people being like, if they have a choice, they wouldn't choose it. I get it. I get that. Mm. Anyway, basic complexity. I know I went over a little bit. My bad. That's fine. Um, well, first off, I do completely agree with you. It, because just acknowledging that you are Black comes with a lot of unnecessary or unwanted drama. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, it, after hearing it, it's Sad, but unfortunately true. Um, yeah, being in the U.S., um, you will learn really pretty quick that you are just black, period nothing else to it. Um, and you have to just come to terms with it, accept it on your own time, whenever that is. Um, I don't know exactly why I was like this, but um, years ago and I, I was probably in my late teens maybe maybe early 20s and I was asked if I was biracial or to be I'm sorry I was asked if I was mixed or to be politically correct by racial. Um, and yeah, at that young age, I was at the time, yeah, I was pissed. I was like, uh, no, I'm black and uh, sorry. <laughs> um, And, well, I don't understand, or I was approached by a black dude years ago and was asked if I was mixed or biracial, whatever. Um, and yeah, actually got kind of pissed. I was like, all right, I might be a little lighter, but I'm just as black as you are. Um, so they ain't nothing special over here. <laughs> and I'm sorry, and young 
teenage me just got pissed like that someone would ask me that question like uh no um, just as black as you are and that's just how I felt about that whole situation because yeah young me got really offended <laughs> All right. Now, for my one minute, I will say I'll attempt to finish because, yes, I remember years ago when I was 24, I dated this beautiful, gorgeous, thick, dark chocolate Dominican guy. Mm -hmm. And um, he was telling me how his grandmother literally hated him. <laughs> and it, it's not funny at all. I, I just, earlier today, I, I was like thinking about something in relation to that. But that's awful. It's awful how pe people can be treated that way. But, and I know it seems ridiculous in contrast to what you were just saying. But yeah, black is black, all right, <laughs> period. Anyway, I'll also say, as far as people not wanting to be black, I'll segue with that. I totally get it. And it seems like as black people, we're on a steady slope down, but then I'll come across a post by Rogue Spiritual, and it will remind me of the many exceptional black accomplishments in the world in spite of. And I hate that it's in spite of, but nevertheless, Oklahoma is not the only place that had a black Wall Street. I'll leave it at that. Um, oh, in my, uh, once my wrap up, I'll say, race today is such a convoluted social construct. And contrary to the a-hole that I poorly debated, had a poor Twitter debate with in my 20s, Black people have contributed much more to society than only twerking. Look it up. And again, look up the... Hmm, look up Oscarville, Georgia. You know, as far as alternatives to the fact that everything was destroyed in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa, Oklahoma wasn't the only place. Right. It's complexity, you're one squared. Uh, um, yeah, life in the US is literally nothing more than a consistent learning experience. Like, we don't know everything from jump, but we learn over time. Just be open to learning. All right. And we will go on to E, which doesn't require any comments, but we'll just go to it. Oh, 
points. He's sad. Oh, I don't know why that's behind. You already got that. Okay. So I need to put up the background so we don't show. And hmm. I don't know. We might show. And if we show, if we show up during this, just just love us anyway. We love you. So just keep the love going. All right. E. Hashtag they're starting at nostalgic.videos. Hashtag verse TV 219E. Jasmine Sullivan at 15. Everybody loves the sun shine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, da, 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 da. D'Angelo at 18. So, yes. And now for the closing, this has been week 219. And I'm Aaron Mack. You can find me A -A Aaron Mack at versetv.com. That's A A R O N M C K at B E R S T E A B.com. And you can find hashtag FirstTV all over social media at hashtag V-E-R-S-T-E-A-V. We're all over social media. Yes. Basic complexity? Yes. Um, I am Kevin Noor, a.k.a. also known as Basic Complexity. It could be found... Um, on Instagram in particular, um, basic complexity, two different words, put them together, no space, and that's what it is. So B S I C, capital C O M P L E X I T Y, and 
like I said, that's Instagram. And then when it comes to TikTok, it's slightly different and as much of a nuisance as it is, that's just all I left. Um, so TikTok would be my basic complexity. So yeah, M I B A S I C C O M P L E X I T Y, and that's all pushed together into one word. Now I could also be uh, found on well first TV. Um, and my email address is basic complexity at verse tv.com. All right, this has been week 219, and we will see you all for week 220 next week. All right, but for those on Twitter, who can stick with us we will we will we will rock you yes and i actually also need to sorry turn off facebook because facebook was cussing us out a little bit just a <laughs> little so we'll go ahead and close that and we will move on with just Twitter and Twitch, the two T's. Oh, right. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Do a night.